And we are live. Welcome to the process. It is Friday, March 1st. I am Josh Engelman here to break down a seven-game NBA slate to close out the week. Hit that like button when you get in the door. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. And follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. What's good, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Final process show of the week. We are here breaking down the no late swap on DraftKings slate for tonight. Should be a good time. I know I'm excited about it. I hope you guys are too. Hope you had fun. I did not have fun last night. Um, didn't love my lineup going into lock. Didn't want to be near the computer by the time we got that point. So, yeah. <laughs> Larry says, no hat is a new look. Yeah, uh, I got a shower this morning. I got to bounce to a dentist appointment after the strategy show today. So, I needed to get a shower this morning. And the only time for me to do that is... 5.30 in the morning. So this is just fresh out the fresh out the shower. Coming in. Steven Leibowitz. Yes, the last 6.30. This is the final standalone process show of the year and maybe ever. I don't know. We'll see. If this doesn't go the way that we want it to, it'll all be back eventually. But for now, uh, this show... Is going away. This this particular time slot, 6.30 a.m. Is going away. We will not be here Monday morning, 6.30. I will be doing essentially this show at 10 a.m. Starting Monday as our new strategy show. Same sort of vibes where I'm going to be breaking this down and looking at rotations for each team. But we're not going to do the individual lineup and rotation building we'll just talk about it i think that'll be a nice little savings of time we'll have a much more efficient show moving forward but i don't know it's been a long week it's been a long 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 week that's good we've had fun right i think right a little blurrier than i want to be maybe well there we go close enough so yeah, that's where we stand. We got a lot to break down. We got uh, two 7 o'clock starts, two 7.30 starts, and then three 8 o'clock games. Again, no late swap whatsoever. I don't think it matters all that much. I mean, we should have a large majority of the news, but we'll find out. We'll see what the Q tags look like on Portland, Memphis, Sacramento, Minnesota, Indy, and the Pels. All right, we're going to pack it in, and we are going to talk some basketball. Coffee's here. Buckle up for the cheers, folks. That's what we're doing. It's rise and grind time for the final time. We are rising at 6.30, and then we are grinding for the rest of the day. Cheers, everybody, for whatever you've got. Mm. So good. So good. So good. First game up. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Nine-point favorites in Detroit. We have a 221 total on this one. Uh, we have 
a 213 total in the game after this gross we have a 209 total on the portland memphis game next level gross portland memphis with the news that we already have and what that total is they should have dropped that game from the slate now for cleveland uh donovan mitchell is questionable with left knee soreness for the pistons uh everybody that's normally available is available so we don't have too much that we need to touch on here it's just really not that kind of slate we don't have a lot to move around in terms of rotational stuff um like i don't really like i kind of have the correct rotation for this Cleveland team right now. Well, maybe I need to bump Karis LeVert a little bit. Did play 39 minutes last time out. 28 in back-to-back. I'm going to take him up to 27. Trim two minutes off of George Niang. But everything that we have in from a rates perspective for Cleveland is good for... Um, good for today like the last time they played these are all the correct pulled rates so we can we're, we're good on cleveland detroit a little bit different of a team um you never really trust what they're doing they've played so many dudes it's really quite staggering 24 guys in the month of february played at least a second for the detroit pistons kind of wild to think about i need this trade deadline stuff to like finally funnel its way out so Boyan can fall out of this chart, and Hayes, and Burks, and Knox, and all, Gallo, all these guys. I want them to go away. So, wow, we got 34 minutes out of Beast Stew in that return? I don't think I knew that. God, Popcorn Machine's still not updated for that, those games? That's getting pretty annoying. Let's pull up Add More Funds. That's a, that's a real legitimate rotation that I didn't think Beef Stew was capable of having right now. Just started, played the full run like normal. All right, so we're going to have to take a little bit of a deeper look at the rotation for the Pistons. So we're going to go 31 to Jalen Duran. We got James Wiseman as James Wiseman was the straight backup, actually, to Duran, which means Isaiah Stewart played legitimately just at the four. I think we have to say now, maybe they did that just because the Bulls on the opposite side were going to be running, you know, a decent chunk of DeRozan. Um, you're going to get double bigs out of Cleveland for a decent chunk. So I'm going to go to 29 minutes on Isaiah Stewart. I'm going to go 33 to Cade, 31 to Ivy. And then finally, another 30 to Asar Thompson. 31 to Asar Thompson. And then the rest of this kind of just is what it is. We'll give 12 minutes 
to Malachi Flynn. We're going to give Fontecchio at least 20. We need to get Grimes in for 20. I think... So Fontecchio is just going to play off the bench. I don't know, 21 minutes for Fontecchio. 16 crazy for Evan Fournier. I don't think so. Now, I think my rates are okay. We do want to take a quick peek at a beef stew points prop. So as we look at FanDuel props on the piston side. We don't have one for beef stew. We do have 22 and a half points to Cade. I'm a little light there. Ivy's at 14 and a half. We're good there. Durin is at 13 and a half. Perfect. I don't have much I want to change here. I think we're all right. Let's look at game one. So first game up, Cleveland Cavaliers. Actually, let me change my uh, value metric quickly. getting there all right that's DraftKings, and then FanDuel. perfect all right so for cleveland first guys that we are looking at best dude that you can get to for cleveland today ninety two hundred dollar donovan mitchell um that's kind of appealing to me now do we know if he's gonna play we don't, but I think he's the first guy you want to get to from Cleveland. I think Jared Allen would be second, and then I think it's going to be Levert, then Garland. Man, my nose is so itchy. I think it's a hot shower, cold room. Um, I don't anticipate Mitchell being at the tippy top of this list. You know, he's 5.1x the salary. It's a good salary. I'm guessing we're going to settle in the lower single digits here, but Mitchell is your best bet in a matchup against Detroit. That's obviously really good. On the Pistons side, 7,900 for Cade. You're not going to hear me complain too much about that. 1.27 DraftKings points per minute over the last 30 days for Cade Cunningham. 30% usage, 35-ish percent assist rate. So Cade is actually slightly ahead of Donovan Mitchell for me. And then the only other two guys that I would want to get from the Pistons would be Jalen Duran at 6,900 and Asar Thompson, 5,500. Small forward, power forward. Nothing overwhelming. Obviously a tough spot for Detroit. Get a little bit more coffee in the system. All right. Game two. Charlotte Hornets. 11-point underdogs in Philadelphia, 213 total. Hornets are on the back-to-back, right? They played yesterday. Yeah. He got 39 minutes out of Bridges, and he still couldn't go over. He was terrible in the first half. You did get their very firm nine-man rotation. So let's get an idea of what we have here. 30 for Trey Mann. 20 for Misich. I got 20 for Curry. 28 for Cody Martin. 35 for Brandon Miller. I'm going to go 28 for Grant Williams. 28 Nick Richards. 
I have 36 in for Miles Bridges right now. What is... Do these guys even have points props right now? I kept finding myself being low. No. No points props whatsoever on this game. So I'm going to leave in what I have right now to go forward. Yeah, Bridges was bad yesterday. Still almost got there for my PRA, but all it would have taken was like one made three in the first half. Mm. So we can keep those Charlotte rates. And then when we hop over to Philly, for the Sixers, we did get the negative news on uh, DeAnthony Melton. That wasn't ideal. Um, but we don't have these guys on a back-to-back, -back, so that helps. Uh, no Covington, no Embiid, no DeAnthony Melton, who's out for a while, I think, and probably the rest of the year. Um, KJ Martin is questionable. So we really just need to, I'm going to reproject it, but rates will all essentially stay the same. We're going to get Maxi in for 37. We're going to get Paul Reed in for 25. We'll get Mo Bamba in for 14. Toby in for 32. We'll get Buddy Heald in for 32. Ubre in for 30. Now, Kyle Lowry gets backup point guard run and a little bit more. Uh, Larry, I'll probably be sharing a lot more of the... Maybe not a lot more. It's probably going to be like 50-50 website and the sheet now. Um... Because I'll have our projections and sim tools and stuff where we could actually like run things and look at them when we're on the show. And Zachary, do I think people load up on the 7 p.m. games tonight because of no late swap? It depends what we see for the 8 p.m. injury reports and stuff, but I don't think so. I think we're going to have a, a large majority of the news. I think it would be, I don't want to say it's a bad play today, but we're only separated by an hour. I think you can see lighter ownership on like a 10 p.m. game if it's included. I don't think it's going to really matter all that much. All right, let's get Nick Batum in. I don't know, 20 minutes. I guess we assume KJ Martin is in even with the Q tag. He's missed the last two. And then I can drop 12 minutes on campaign. Most of this should be pretty easy. I just want to move these minutes around to the right positions. Perfect. Rates are good for this team. So let's take a look at what game number two looks like. For Charlotte, like I said, 11-point dogs, nothing looks good. The whole team is a straight zero for me right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to roster anybody from Charlotte like with any sort of volume whatsoever. 
Now on Philly, very different scenario. Really like Buddy Heald. Um, shooting guard, small forward, 6K. Probably a bit over-projected, which is making me want to look, look at Philly rates now. So maybe we do that quickly just to see if I have this going a little too wild. Let's get Lowry, Batum, Tobias Harris, Kelly Oubre, Campaign, Buddy Heald, uh, Maxi, Martin, and then we're going to say Joel Embiid off. Because I don't really care what center is out there as long as it's not Embiid. Not the biggest sample in the world here. But Buddy Healed, 210 minutes. Got to bring the usage rate down a hair. Kelly Oubre can bring the usage rate up a hair. Maxi's at 31%. I kind of want to bump that up a little bit. I'll bump him up to 30. I might like Maxi too much here. Toby comes down a notch. The rest of these guys probably don't matter. I guess I should look for Paul Reed. Paul Reed can come down a notch as well. From an assist perspective, uh, Maxi should come up a hair here. I'm going to end up getting Maxi, I think. Buddy Heald's assist rate. Way higher with this team. I think I'm going to like Buddy Heald even more now. Which is weird to think about. Like when we had these games. You know this stretch here. With no Melton. But with Buddy Heald. That's when he was playing massive minutes. I think 32 feels okay. Maybe I got to take one away from Heald. Go to 31. Let's try that out. So now as we look at it, yeah, I really like $8,700 Maxi in this spot against Charlotte. Assuming that I believe in that 30% usage rate and 29% assist rate as we move forward, I think he's going to stand out in a big way against Charlotte. I like Buddy Heald quite a bit at 6K. I actually don't really mind Tobias Harris, who has not been playing very well lately. Um, that said... Those are the three guys you want to get to. Now that we have two games, we can go ahead and see what this looks like comparing those two games to each other. There we go. Make that a lot bigger for you guys. I guess I can kill a bunch of columns in this and make it even bigger. I didn't even really think about it, so... My ownership can go away. Ownership can go away. Difference can go away. Um, yeah, that's all fine. That gives us a little bit more room to make this bigger on the screen. So, yeah, Maxi at the top of the list so far. Buddy Heald next, then Cade, and Tobias. And now I might be a little heavy on, on Tobias and Buddy Heald, but until we get some betting market stuff, we're not going to really know that. Uh, 
But it's not like Philly against Charlotte doesn't stand out as a good matchup. So I'm a little less concerned. Dallas, 10-point dogs in Boston. 236 and a half total for the Mavs. Luka is questionable. Maxi's available. Derek Lively's available. Everybody's in for Boston. So this should be essentially full strength, both teams, which is terrifying to think about knowing that Dallas is 10 point dogs and they're like, they have a real player on the team. So let's get Kyrie in for 36, Luca in for 37. Let's get Lively in for 20. I'm going to go 16 to Daniel Gafford. I'm going to go 24 to Maxi. 29 to Josh Green. 31 to PJ Washington. We got to get Exum back out there for 16. Exum played 16 in his return, so that works for me. We need to get Hardaway for, call it 26. Now I have five minutes left over. Congratulations, Derek Jones. You could have five minutes. Rates, I'm not changing or anything. I think that looks fine. Boston side, we're probably not moving much around here either. Yeah, we're basically set already. 33 for Derek White, 17 for Pritchard, 17 for Hauser. I'm going to go 33 to Drew, 37 Tatum, 35 Jalen Brown, 30 to KP, 13 to Cornette, one spillover minute to O'Shea Brissett. We have nothing to move around here. Easy stuff. Game three, quickly through Dallas Boston, which shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, DJ, Maxi. That's what I said. You got it. You nailed it. For Dallas, look, Luka 12-1 against Boston. Like, obviously you think he brings his A game or whatever, but this is not a great spot for Luka. They have plenty of dudes to throw at him. Pricing's not exactly great for a matchup against Boston. Kyrie and Maxi Kleba are all right, but I don't think we're going to be getting to all that much of the Dallas Mavericks today. Like Maxi's okay at 3400 power forward center. But he's such a bad per minute dude. Now on the Boston side, I'm very fond of these guys once again. I really liked Tatum last time out. Um he ended up having a pretty big game. 9800 small forward power forward. Pretty solid matchup. Dallas's defense is, you know, at best average. They play at a very fast pace. Um, but I kind of like everything here. Like Tatum is the first dude, and I think Jalen Brown is second. But no problem at all getting to Drew Holiday or Kristaps Porzingis, Derek White a little bit less so. But sixty-five hundred point guard, shooting guard. There are worse things. That's starting five for Boston, looking a little bit better than they normally do. If we add that game in, 
we see Tatum and Maxi tied there at the top. Jalen Brown now tied with Buddy Heald. Kristaps Porzingis joins this group along with Drew Holiday with Mitchell and Harris and Cunningham. There's a lot of like real legitimate NBA player names at the top of the list right now, which is going to be curious as we start building this out. We go to Golden State next. Warriors are two and a half point favorites in Toronto, 237 total. Golden State does not have a injury report because they played yesterday. Uh, they've been pretty steady in their rotation over the past two games since Wiggins has been gone. And obviously Wiggins isn't going to be in for this one. So I don't think this one's going to be that bad. We're going to hit Steph with 33. We're going to hit Clay. Twenty-seven. Gonna hit Draymond with twenty-seven. Looney for ten. Trace Jackson Davis for eleven. Dario Saric for twelve. Kaminga for twenty-nine. Pajemski for thirty. Chris Paul for 24. What did he do yesterday? Wouldn't be surprised if Chris Paul didn't play today, but who knows? We got to get Moses Moody in for 24. Moody played 22 and a half in the first game without Wiggins, 25 and a half in the second game without Wiggins. I think 24 seems about right. That leaves me 13 then for Gary Payton. Um, man, who the hell plays the four for this team when it's not one of the bigs? That's probably Clay at this point. Okay, now we're feeling good here. Bang, we got Peyton in there. Now, rates can all stay the same because I don't have any changes to make. We got Golden State, right? I just wanted to visualize their rotation a little bit better. On the Toronto side, not Tau, Tor. There we go. Uh, Chris Boucher, questionable. Everybody else in. This shouldn't be too bad. Same rotation every night. Minimal wiggle room. I am going to hit this one again just to be, you know, sure-handed about it. We got 29 minutes out of Yakupertal last time out. I'm going to go 27 here for today. We'll get 19 for Kelly Olinick. And then we're going to get 36 for Scotty Barnes. We're going to get 33 for RJ Barrett. We're going to get 34 for Emmanuel quickly. And we're going to get 30 for Gary Trent. Next up, we have... So we got to get Bruce Brown, Grady Dick, and Akbaji. Right? Those are the other three. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. So let's go... 14 here for Bruce Brown. Plus 9 gets him to 20. 
three. He played 21 last time out. Maybe we'll go to 22. And then we can get Akbaji for like 13. Grady Dick for 20. And that leaves me six left over, which is a little bit more than I was kind of expecting. But I don't have a natural place I want to drop those minutes. So we are going to hide all six of those on Jalen McDaniels. Let's see what this game looks like now. Golden State. Nothing good. Man, did DK sharpen up pricing for today? Oof. Like maybe Kaminga, maybe Moody, maybe Curry. None of it looks good. Okay, Toronto's a little bit better. Uh, stop me if you've heard me say this before, but Emmanuel quickly looking like my favorite option from Toronto. And then it's basically a straight tie between Jakob Pertl, RJ Barrett, and Scotty Barnes. But even quickly is going to be around like 10th overall. Here's the perspective you need for like how unappealing Golden State looks. The highest ranked Golden State guy is Kaminga. We've looked at four games so far, and he's 21st of everybody we looked at. Let's see if I can move this um, value rate around a little bit. Just a hair. Nobody really moved. I have a sneeze coming too. Still Maxi and Tatum at the top for me. There it is. I think that's been stuck in my head all day. Oh, that felt great. I felt so good. All right, four down. We're now on to the 8 o'clock games. These are the ones that are going to matter the most for this late swap info. We haven't really had anything that matters a lot. Like, we had Donovan Mitchell. That's not important news because they play at 7. We're going to get that one. Same for KJ Martin. Luka could be, like, a little weird, but, I mean, I think everybody is just going to assume We'll see. Anyway, Portland. Two and a half point. Oh my God. Portland is two and a half point underdogs. How is this possible? Two and a half point underdogs in Memphis and Memphis doesn't have Triple J. I'm not confident I want to even project this team right now. Like, look at that injury report for Portland and Memphis. That is disgusting to think about. Truly, truly disgusting. I'm going to have to make sure that I have all of the active guys for Portland right now. It's going to be that kind of day. So for Portland, Aiton doubtful, Moses Brown questionable, I forgot they still had him. Um, that's a lot. Uh, Justin Manaya is questionable, but we have no Time Lord, no Shaden, no Scoot, no Brogdon. All right. This is... All right, I got to get Ashton Hagens officially added into this team. I've been loath to do it because, you know... 
obvious reasons. Which I guess I'm going to have to get Ashton Hagens added to my model. I assume this is a position problem and he's already in with a birth date. Uh, let's find out. Yep. All right. Ashton Hagens is in my model. So this is a pretty easy fix. Ashton Hagens is six foot three. So position very, very easy to fix. Let's go one and a half. Perfect. Let's rerun the model. Bang. Now, Ashton Hagen's rate should show up when I refresh this table. Ashton Higgins, come on down. Perfect. All right. I, oh, God. This is... Of all the things that people can, like, want to do with their life, projecting a Portland-Memphis game is pretty low on my list. The last time out, they did have Aiton. I, I think we have to assume that Dwap Reith is starting at center today. I'm going to go 25 minutes. And then we're going to get 36 out of Anthony Simons. I think we could safely say 37 for Jeremy Grant. Oh, God, this is getting worse. Go 26 for Kamara. Chris Murray played 30 last time out. Uh, has played 30 in three straight. There's... Basically, no reason that's not happening here. So we're going to go, you know, 31 to Chris Murray. I guess I'm projecting Moses Brown to play today. 12 minutes. We'll see. And then Jabari Walker gets 24. Thibel gets 26. Hagens gets back up point guard run, I guess. And then Delano Banton can get 11 minutes. Oh, my God. I'm not sure there's a single thing in the world worse than this. Let's take a look at rates. I guess. I might not even be able to do this. So, Grant, Simons... Thibel, Hagens, Banton. Oh, brother. Jabari Walker, Chris Murray, Kamara, Reith. And then we're going to say... Let's go with... At most one or zero with Brogdon, Scoot, Shaden Sharp. 
because I think I'm just going to have too small of a sample if I don't sort of include these guys. Oh, wait. Now I want to do greater than one off. Yeah, perfect. All right, that'll work. Simon's 28.5% usage rate. Let's put him in for 29. Jeremy Grant allegedly goes up to 27. I assume I'm going to get a lot of Jeremy Grant. Matisse Thibel is going to be at like 10. Crazy. Jabari Walker gets 15. Wreath around 20, actually. Kamara, oddly enough, 15 and a half. And then Chris Murray has played 256 minutes in this scenario. 12 and a half percent usage rate. I, I can't think of something I want to do less than every bit of this game. Assist rate. Simons is at 7.8 per 100 possessions. No one else really can get any assists. I don't think that's shocking. Rebound rate. Uh, Jabari Walker, a little bit higher than most people would expect. Wreath, way lower than most people would expect. I think we're about good here on the Portland side. Luckily for us, we get to do Memphis, who's equally as disgusting. All the rates got to go away because of no Triple J. So again, for these guys now, no Bain, no Clark, no Jackson. Gigi Jackson's questionable. Kennard is doubtful. Conchar is doubtful. Morant out, Pippen out, Rose out. Smart out. Oh, my God. Well, let's give this a shot. Ah, oh, my God. Like, uh... Let's just look at the most recent Memphis rotation. Just a that was two days ago. They played Minnesota. So straight away, 35 minutes for Vince Williams. I don't know how else it, it could happen. Jordan Goodwin played 31, didn't close. They uh, he's gotta do it again, right? That's gotta be 30 minutes to Jordan Goodwin. Uh Salt Santi Aldama ended up getting 35. I mean, he's got to play 30 today. Zaire played 35. And has played about... He's got to have to play at least 30 today as well. Let's get those four guys in first. Rose isn't playing. I think Jake LaRavia is going to need 20 minutes. I think Lamar Stevens is going to need 20 minutes. Have to assume Watanabe is going to play like 14. Gigi Jackson for 26. I don't even know who else is 
available to play. I guess we should take a look at who are their actual contracted players. Uh, Nafal, uh, assists are on it every time we look at the team. I'm just going to hop over here so you can see it quickly. But all of the projected stats and the... Oh, it's cut off. I, I see what you're saying. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that I uh, collapse that each time we look at a team. My, my apologies. Didn't know that was there. What I can do is probably add it back into that summary table. But yeah, I didn't realize that it was getting cut off. I can... Might help to just go one smaller. If you guys can still see what's on the screen right now, let me know. Because if I go one smaller, then you guys can see the assist piece. If I need to go bigger, then I can expand and collapse it. I didn't realize that that was cut off there. All right. So, Grizzlies. Yeah, I think it's going to be Trey Jameson grabbing a chunk of this time. But I want to see who else is on contract. So we have Morant. All right. So I'm just going to work my way down this list. And once I get to a guy that is actually in, I'll stop. $34 million cap hit out. $27 million out. 18.8 out. 15 out. 12.5 out. Most expensive guy in their lineup right now is rookie scale Zaire Williams. It's not even... It's not even... Like, it's nothing. So, we have Zaire Williams, Jake LaRavia, Yuta Watanabe, Vince Williams, Santi Aldama, Lamar Stevens, Gigi Jackson, Matt Hurt, Jordan Goodwin, Trey Jamison. So, they have they only have 10 guys. They only have 10. So, who did I miss in giving minutes here? Oh, Hurt. Okay. Yeah, let's give Trey Jamison 20. I think everybody's going to play today, unless they go 9. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh, it's going to be close. Okay, I'm, I'm good with 30 minutes for Jordan Goodwin at the point. Although... Just looking at the rest of the guys on this team. Might need to go up one. I'm going to go 31 to Goodwin. The backup point guard. Is going to be who? Because it was Rose, but he only played five minutes. So who played backup? Who played when Jordan Goodwin was off? Vince Williams, Zaire Williams, Jaron Jackson, Laravia, Gigi Jackson, Vince Williams, Santi Aldama, Stevens, Laravia, Gigi Jackson. I think it's technically Vince Williams. So we're going to kick him down a position. That looks good. Um... That's still 14 minutes left over. In theory, Lamar Stevens could be booked for a couple more. 
in theory, that could be Trey Jamison getting a little bit more. I don't like giving... Anytime I give Santi Aldama more minutes, he doesn't play them. And every time I take minutes away from Santi Aldama, he does play them. Oh, man. It's so important to get this right, like right out of the gate. Or right enough. I'm going to go 21 to Jamison, 21 to Lamar Stevens. That leaves me 12 that I'm going to give to Matt Hurt. I, I I think that's the best that I can do here. I guess we did get 21 and a half out of Watanabe on the 26th, which is at least a little interesting. Let's take him up to 16, and then we'll put 10 on Hurt. And now we can attempt to see if we can hunt down rates for Memphis with their whole damn team off. Watanabe, Stevens, Zaire Williams, Matt Hurt, Aldama, Goodwin, Laravia, Williams, Gigi Jackson, Trey Jamison. I have to take Jaron Jackson off for this. Yeah, I mean, that takes us down to 70 minutes. With no Jaren around. Four, five, six, seven, but like I have to I have to take Jaren off. There's no other way to do that. If I don't take Jaren off, it's a 30% usage guy. Somebody it's gotta be Matt Hurt. Yeah. I I might have to like do nothing here. Do they even have do they have props? That would be incredibly helpful to me right now. We have Vince Williams and Aldama. Vince Williams should be at 16 real points. I have 13. So I got to give him a sizable usage bump. Aldama around 14. So he's good. But I need to give... It seems like Vince Williams needs some usage. 68 minutes with no Triple J with these guys out there. You get Vince Williams up to 20. That gets him to 16 real points, which is where the prop is. So that feels good. I think GG Jackson is probably someone that's going to get like a pretty sizable usage bump. I don't think Jordan Goodwin is that guy. Zaire could be. And then for an assist rate, I, I think we see Vince Williams get a little bit of a bump. I have to just let this ride for right now and hope we get more options. Portland. All right, so for Portland... Assuming Dwap Reith starts... Which we very well might not know. I like him at 4,200. The fantasy point per minute guy. It's Memphis on the opposite side. So it's not like he's in some sort of bad matchup. Jeremy Grant's solid. Anthony Simons is solid. 
Oh, brother. Guys, look what we're doing here. Uh, $4,700 Jordan Goodwin. The best play we've looked at. $4,900 Santi Aldama. The best play we've looked at. Vince Williams. 6,100 shooting guard small forward. The best play we've looked at. DG Jackson looks good. Trey Jamison looks good at 3,300. Zaire Williams looks good at 4,600. Only guys that I think... And like, I like Lamar Stevens. Somehow I'm not going to get to him. I think it's going to be easier to look at it like this. Well, not like on my soul, but in general. Here you go. This is disgusting. Truly disgusting. That is, I don't, it, it, that, that is a disaster of all disasters. I mean, look at three, those three Memphis guys all pass Maxi. Then you get Gigi Jackson and Trey Jamison. I mean, what's the top 10? I have six Memphis guys in my top 10 right now. I don't... What, what do we do here? Why is it always Memphis? Look, there are some that I feel are unassailable. Like, we just saw Jordan Goodwin start and play 30 minutes. There's no Derrick Rose now, and there's no Triple J. I don't know how you would project him for anything other than 30-plus minutes, which makes him the best play that we see. Similar story for Aldama. He just played 35 minutes. Triple J goes away. They only have basically nine guys that they even bother playing. Like, they have Matt Hurt, and they don't even use him. I don't know how Aldama doesn't play 30 minutes, but if you put him in for 30 minutes, he looks amazing. Vince Williams is going to have to play every single second that Jordan Goodwin's not on the floor. And he's the guy that plays the most minutes for them generally anyway. He looks good at 6,100. You think you would think they want to go to more Gigi Jackson with no Jaron out there just because Gigi Jackson can create. But I only gave him 26 minutes. Might be even better. Like, I don't want to play Trey Jamison. Probably the starter. Playing 22 minutes or something like that, or 21 minutes. Can't pass up on that at 3,300. What a shite game to look at. I, I probably have to give more minutes to Jake LaRavia, don't I? Because he did play 27 there on the 26th. I'm going to take Jake LaRavia to 23. I think that'll be a little bit... One, that makes us then get to some Jake LaRavia. We're going to see him jump up now into this number seven spot. And I think that's a little bit more realistic. Yeah, Brian. Uh, Gigi Jackson is also sporting a Q tag today. 
The Memphis Grizzlies are going to be the reason someone wins $100,000. Why that happens, we don't know. Sacramento Kings, Minnesota Timberwolves. For the Kings, they're six-point dogs. Fox is questionable. On the Minnesota side, slow-mo, doubtful. Edwards, questionable. So we got to put Fox back in on the Sacramento side and unfortunately redo every one of these rates. Luckily for us, Sacramento's an easy team to handle. So we're going to go 36 to Fox. 36 to Sabonis. We're going to get Keegan Murray in for 34. What did he play last time out? 33. Yeah, 34 for Keegan Murray. Eighteen for Trey Lyles. Twenty-eight for the Barnacle of the Bay, who has played twenty in three out of his last four. Don't love that. Get Davion Mitchell in for backup run. We get Malik Monk in for twenty-six. We get Kevin Herter in for twenty-seven. We get Chris Duarte in for. 17 that leaves me six minutes come on down kessler edwards let's grab sacramento rates always very easy to do barnes lyles sabonis fox monk herder duarte murray mitchell I can't get over that Memphis Portland game. I don't even, like I'm afraid to talk about it. 22% usage to Sabonis. 18 to Keegs. 15 to the Barnacle. 31 to De'Aaron Fox. Uh Herder 17 and a half. Monk 24 and a half assist rates Sabonis with the big bump Fox with the big knock Monk with a solid bump uh Kevin Right now, I check my projections against props. Will my process change when I can bet props? Yeah, uh, the moment I see them, I'll probably fire bets every time I see one that I think that I'm right on. I like to use the prop line as sort of like a regression, as like a second piece of data that I don't have from anywhere else to make sure that I'm not wildly off. If I'm wildly off, then I have to take a look first and see if I just have a rate wrong. If I'm... If I check those rates and I like it, then I'm just going to bet it live on the show. Big Gritter. Uh, I assume you mean my prize picks picks? Um, no. Uh, Miles Bridges ended up going under by two. Uh, Jalen Johnson, I won by a mile. But uh, ultimately, I went one and one. We were... I had it up earlier. For the month of February, I was... Let's see. I was plus 
five and a half units on prize picks in February. Can you see that? And not really. Not really. We're up eight units on prize picks in 2024, and we are up 12 units in October, November, and December of 2023. So on the prize picks video, we are up, ex wow, exactly 20 units. Exactly 20 units. All right, Sacramento's good. Actually, let me look at rebounds quickly for Sabonis just to make sure. 13-5 and 4-6. Yeah, now we're good. All right, Minnesota side. So we know there's no slow-mo. We're going to assume Edwards is there. Technically, this gives us the same rotation we've had. All right. Um, so they really did consolidate that rotation. No slow-mo. They went eight guys and a very small amount of Jordan McLaughlin. I'm going to try and assume that they do that again. So let's go 34 to Gobert. And let's go 26 to Nas Reed. And 34 to Towns. And 30 to Jaden McDaniels. 28 to Conley. 20 to Monty Morris. Twenty-four to Nikhil Alexander Walker. Thirty-six to Anthony Edwards. I'm going to give Jordan McLaughlin those other eight. I don't feel great about that, but I don't really have anybody else I can immediately give it to. I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota looks good here. Sacramento certainly doesn't. Maybe Fox, and that's kind of it. Like, as always, like you could roster a Sabonis or a Murray, but... My, what's happening here? That was weird. Um, there's not a lot to talk about for Sacramento. For Minnesota, I really like Ant, but like not more than eight guys already. A lot of green here for Minnesota, but it's like funneled green. Towns is solid. Like everybody from Minnesota looks good. I think only Anthony Edwards looks great, but Edwards, McDaniels, Towns, Conley, Morris, Reed, and Gobert, all very, very, very in play. What is my computer is just choking on something right now? Very weird. So, if we add Minnesota in, we get Edwards popping into right around seventh for me. 
And then the next closest guy is Towns, but that's 17th. It's just so much Memphis. Well, guys, we've made it to the final game of the day. And the final game, at least as of right now, of the process. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. The Indiana Pacers are five-point underdogs in New Orleans, 238 total. Indiana. It's going to be without Doug McDermott. They have a Q tag on Aaron Neesmith for the Pels. Hilariously for New Orleans. Zion's not on the injury report. CJ McCollum's not on the injury report. And Brandon Ingram is not on the injury report. These guys have been questionable. God, my camera's being weird. These guys have been questionable so much lately. Now, they're all just not questionable today. Can't say that I understand how that works. That seems a little bizarre. Uh... We are stopping the process, and I am basically moving this show to the strategy show at 10 o'clock. So we're still going to be digging into all of these rates. We're still going to be doing basically the same thing we do on the process. Probably work in a little bit more sports betting and pick site stuff as well across that hour. But I'm just moving it to 10 o'clock. All right, so we got to get Aaron Neesmith back in, but other than that, this is pretty easy. So let's get Halliburton in for 33. Backup point guard run to TJ McConnell. Miles Turner gets 28. Jalen Smith gets 17. We hide three on Isaiah Jackson. Siakam gets 33. Obi Toppin gets 19. Neesmith gets 28. Nemhard gets 29. Matherin gets 27. I give four more minutes to TJ McConnell, and I hide the rest of this time on Jairus Walker. Rates all stay the same. For New Orleans. Oh, Alvarado back, too. So... 21 minutes to Joe Val, 20 minutes to Larry Nance. Ryan, that's sort of right, but it's not really going to change much for me. I don't want to get up at 5 o'clock anymore. That's a very large part of this, but I'll still probably be getting up in like that 5.30 to 5.45 range to prep everything, get my prize picks video out, and then I'm going to be prepping the strategy show a lot more than we ever have before. Okay, then we get CJ for 32. We get Herb for 34. BI for 34. Trey Murphy for 26. Yeah, Kenny, that too. 
Uh, because I'm going to be doing a lot of later stuff in the night, I'm just, I'm, I'm pinching myself pretty hard on both sides. So it, it had to be done. 18 to Najee Marshall, 16 to Alvarado, six extra minutes to Jordan Hawkins. Rates all stay the same. Here we go. Final game. Pacers. Unplayable. None of these guys are going to rank well. You guys should be able to tell that by now. Uh, Larry, it's going to be solo. It's going to be solo. It's a trial balloon. If we find out that it's not great, then, you know, we go back to the, the old standard. My plan, or at least my hope, Larry, is to um, to be able to work on a, a sports betting-ish, sort of like the sports betting strategy show to do with Lofty on the Odd Shopper channel like twice a week, where probably like recap a weekend, give a bunch of picks, shoot the shit, talk whatever, and then like three days later, maybe like Monday and Thursday or something like that. Thursday, you come back gearing up for anything you want to do for the weekend, that kind of stuff. That does not mean another round of layoffs. No, this is really just to do the same thing we were doing at the process. You know, it, it also frees up Jordan to uh, to increase his um, his editing on the back end too. Pels, Zion 8,100, Herb Jones 5,700, Ingram, McCollum. We know what we're talking about here. Final rankings right there. We didn't really get much New Orleans or uh, Indy in that top list. Zion for the Pels is 20th. Time to run crunches, folks. So, like, we won't run crunches on the new show. We'll run our sim tool and look through the sims and lineup generator. So I'm going to be able to... In That's, like, one of the bigger pieces for me is that because I do this show at 6.30, I can't... Um, I can't use any of our stuff because we don't have anything up this early. Now I can integrate all of our tools into this conversation. I can run my projections through our sims, see what we have, see what the what, what our projections are saying versus what I have. I think we can just get better information. That's my plan, at least. All right, optimals on DK. Uh, 291.3 optimal lineup by 0.4 Tyrese Maxwell, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and then five Grizzlies. Gigi Jackson, Trey Jamison, Jordan Goodwin, Santi Aldama, Vince Williams. 
You could also do that lineup if you want to swap Tyrese Maxey for Anthony Edwards. Uh, Goodwin and Aldama both made all 50. Vince Williams made 49 of 50. Tatum and Maxi both made 74%. Trey Jamison made 60%. Gigi Jackson made 50. And Anthony Edwards made 50. Sheesh. All right. I'm going to throw some randomness on. And I'm going to limit it to th max three from any one team. Oh, you will still get some 10 a.m. coffee, Steven. Don't worry about that. Aldama at the top of the list, Jordan Goodwin second. Only guys that got into the 40% range. Vince Williams, Trey Jamison, Maxi got into the 30s. And then Jack, Gigi Jackson, Edwards, and Tatum got into the 20s. Even with randomness, we basically didn't get to Luka, which we shouldn't be surprised by, that he did not look good. Sabonis is really tough to get to. And after that, you're 9,800 and below. I really do like Tatum today. What a day. Let's see what kind of mess FanDuel makes. All right, FanDuel Optimal. Three hundred five point zero six optimal lineup by point three one. Simons and Goodwin, Vince Williams, Herb Jones, Tatum, Tobias Harris, Aldama, Jared Allen, and Dwap Reef. Tatum, Goodwin, and Aldama made all fifty. Buddy Heald and Vince Williams both in the 70% range. Alan Simons, Herb Jones in the 60s. If we put on some randomness. What do we have? Goodwin and Aldama both crest into the 40s. No surprise there. Vince Williams, Herb Jones, and Anthony Simons get into the 30% range. Buddy Heald, Dwap Reith, Jason Tatum, Zaire Williams, Moses Moody into the 20s. Folks. End of an era. End of an era. I've, uh, lo I've loved... Loved, loved, loved doing this process show. To me, it was always a, an easy decision. No one asked me to do this show. But we had our strategy show, and I had to prep this information one way or the other. I was like, why don't I just turn the camera on and do it? And we've been doing this for, I don't know, three years? I, I guess, maybe four? I don't remember how long ago this even started now. Um, but I love it. But it does suck that I can't really integrate the tools on the site for this show. And I think that's a miss for us. Because we have a ton of stuff that you can purchase, obviously.
And I want to be able to show off the lineup generator. I want to be able to show off our Sims tools. I want to look at projections. I think it's good for everybody to look at my projections versus the site projections. I think that's better for me. I think it's better for you guys. I think it's better for the site as well. Because if you can get... No one ever had too much information and hated it. Like, if I see something out of the gate and I'm like, oh, I'm a little high on this guy or I'm a little low on this guy, like, that can help us calibrate down the line. I think it just brings a lot more information to the table. We can do, you know, crunches and, well, we can do Sims generations and contest generator uh, integrations. And you can see me hands-on using this stuff and manipulating it throughout the show. And I think that's going to be really helpful. It's the piece that we're missing on this one right now. So worst case scenario, we find out that this doesn't work for us on the strategy show. And I start doing this process show again in a month. Like when baseball starts, maybe I just, maybe it all changes. Who knows? But now... I can plan a little bit more. I can get a little bit more out to you guys. And we can just be a little bit more focused. Like you don't, we can, I can talk about the rates for people. I don't have to build it in five minutes on the screen. So we can make it a little bit more efficient. I'm talking with my hands like I'm Trump. It's going to be great. Uh, I love this, everybody. Thank you for being here. It's been as good as it gets for this show. I anxiously await seeing you guys Monday after, well, Monday brunch time, 10 a.m. That will be the strategy show. This right here, for the final time, was the process.